Welcome to the Chicago Bears Podcast. A presentation of ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Here's your host, Pat, the designer. Bear Down Bears fans, welcome into another episode of the Chicago Bears podcast, the Friday edition. We got Chris Black and Adam Abdallah in the building from Black and Abdallah, fresh off of the show. Boys, what's going on? Pat, what's up, man? It's I'm a very Friday. Loud, We're talking Bears football. I'm ready to go. Let's do this. Excited it. to be here. Let's talk some Bears. Welcome to the pod, dog. I mean, listen, we got a lot to get into here. We got Ryan Poles talking about he believes that the Bears should be contending. For the NFC North title this season, we'll talk about that. His thoughts with the Athletic. Uh, Arlington Heights pushback. Arlington Heights is not happy that the Bears are trying to break ground. Get into that a little bit. I I love that Black smiles immediately on that one. And then uh, hottest takes that we've heard, coldest takes that we've heard, all that more quick hit on the Chicago Bears podcast. No quarters in it. It's just straight conversation. Let's get into the show, boys, because uh, everybody in Chicago is looking around at the Bears and saying seven wins, seven wins, six wins maybe. They still suck. I'm hoping for the best. Ryan Pohl says that we should be contending for an NFC North title this season. Now, SI basically does have us contending. They have the Vikings at nine and a half wins. I believe they have Detroit at nine wins even and the Bears at seven. So technically, you would be contending, but do you agree with the thought process of Ryan Poles here. And do you like the fact that at a minimum, he has this belief in his team already? I like it. Uh, I agree with him. They should contend for the the division at least, and they should be in contention to make the playoffs this season. Pat, when you make the moves that Poles has made in this offseason, he basically addressed every single level of the entire football team on both sides of the ball, offensive line, defensive line. Now, you could be a detractor and say he didn't get an edge rusher, He did a lot of work in the draft, though, up the middle, which will help the defensive line. They address linebacker. They address the secondary. You go to the offense. You get a wide receiver, a number one wide receiver. They get a new running back to add to the mix in the draft. They've addressed every level of both sides of the football. This team is not a playoff team heading into the season. They should compete to get to the playoffs this year. That's what I think we should be looking at in this upcoming year. Yeah, I want to see them in the hunt. In yeah. that graphic, Sunday Night Football, Steve Kornacki with the khakis on, yeah. you know, up against doing all the the motioning and he's moving teams in and out and the percentages and stuff. That's what I want. And I look, I mean, we all saw from the Vikings that 13 wins means nothing yeah. when they got to the playoffs. Yeah. So I think they come down a little bit. I think this is a division where 10 wins wins this division. And so if you're talking about the Vikings or the Lions being around nine or ten wins, I think the Bears are going to win eight or nine games. So, yeah, I mean, it could come down to the last weekend, but I think they can win eight games. And if you win eight games, and I believe the division is won with ten or nine games, then absolutely they're competing for a division title. Well, guys, also look at it this way, right, Pat? You said that you know there are some people in town who think that they're still not good enough. Yeah. Uh, six, seven wins. Six, seven wins. I mean, let's just base it off of what Vegas is telling us. The win total right now is at seven and a half, right? right? So uh, one or two things go your way. Now you're talking about a team that's fighting 500 throughout the season, right? right? Uh, So that's not a loser. Uh, And most of the NFL is in that range. It's around 500. If things break your way, you're a playoff team. 
you know, and like there's always, you know, three or four teams per conference that are like legitimate title contenders, but everyone else is in the middle except for the the very worst of the league. And this is not a team that's going to be a three or four win team again. And so that's why I think uh, Abdallah and I are on the show. We've been kind of painted in in some situations as like we're a little too positive yeah. over this. But I think the the approach that we're taking is that it's more of a logical look at the rest of the National Football League. Most weeks when you see the matchups, everyone's about even. There's a couple of game breakers that that kind of tilt uh, the projections of of each contest, you know, we're looking at Kansas City, we're look, looking at Buffalo with Josh Allen, you know, uh, Cincinnati with yeah. Burrow. But outside of that, most rosters in the NFL are about even. They're average, right? And it's what you do with that. And I think what Pulse has done in this offseason is he's gotten us back to like level. Yeah. Right? Like it, it's, I don't think this is a uh, a title contender. And I would be totally surprised if they went 6-0 in the division and then like walked away with the division title right. and into the playoffs like if we're sitting here in December having this conversation and the bears are first in the NFC North and they haven't lost in the division i would be surprised by that i don't i don't think they're that good but i do think they should be in the mix and i think that's kind of what Ryan Poles is pointing to is that they should be in the mix right yeah well i mean to me right i think that he would what I read this as is you should be able to beat the guys in your division at a minimum, right? And we should be able to win games versus the NFC North. And I kind of agree with that, right? Like I, to me, I don't know if I have the Packers guaranteed as two wins this season, but I feel like the Bears are at least a better team than the Packers are right now because they've had so much change. When I look at the Vikings, I agree with you. I think the Vikings are going to take a massive step back. Um, I, I think that you could see the Vikings drop down to an uh, eight or nine win team just based on a lot of the turmoil that went on going into the end of the season, how many one-win games, and now, guess what? You're not playing up against kind of the the mid-level teams anymore. You get the best of the best right. coming out here versus the Vikings. I think they're going to take a step back. I think depending on how our schedule, right, what what happens in the game before coming into the next game, we could have a favorable matchup with the Vikings at times. And the Lions, I mean, like, the NFL has said that the Lions are the darlings of the NFL, that they're going to come out and they're going to be this dominant team. Mm -hmm. I, you got to show me. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions finish with nine wins. Well, but also, too, you have to remember, that's only six games. Yeah. You play the Bucks, You play the Panthers. You play the Cardinals. Like, you play the – who knows what the Broncos are going to be like. Like, yeah. there's opportunity. I think that they should at least split with every team in the division. Like, Agreed. if you split with every team Agreed. in the division and, like, let's say you find a way to sweep the Packers. Right. Like, that you should at least be expecting now splitting with the – winning your home games against the Vikings and the Lions. Yeah. And then you've got a, an easier schedule now because of where you finished last year where you're playing teams like the Panthers and the Cardinals at the end of the year. You're playing the Bucks in week two where, okay, is it going to be hot in Tampa? Sure, but it's still hot up here. So I don't think that that's that big of a deal. Yeah. You know, you're playing easier teams. I think the way the schedule shakes out – I would be surprised like if they only win six games to me, that's not good enough. And now we're used to have to start questioning. Okay. Well, is Brian polls, not necessarily the right guy, but like, is he drafting the right way? Is right. Justin Fields, the right guy? Like you start having more questions about this franchise. If they only have six wins, like to me, the bare minimum is six wins. Well, you're questioning. Not only are you questioning the GM, you're questioning the quarterback. Absolutely. Because uh, if you're only getting to six, I think 
we assume that maybe the step that we're hoping to see doesn't really stick right. with Justin Fields and his development. And then I think you're definitely questioning the coach. You know, the Bears were the only team in the hiring cycle when they hired Matt Eberflus to go defensive. Everyone else took an offensive-minded coach who then tried to revamp their entire offense. You know, you could look at the Giants with Dayball. You yeah. could look at other places. The Bears went oppo to that, like, mindset. And so I think what would happen, especially with the fan base, is if, say, uh, Justin's not getting it, the offense isn't scoring like it kind of did at last points season. last I mean, season. We were scoring 30 uh, points a which lot. Was, which was positive. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the defense, if the defense doesn't improve, Eberflus is going to be the one that fans are going to blame. Yeah. And so I think that's also where the whole conversation is. The, the reason we're looking at seven, eight, and nine wins I think nine is probably high, but like that seven to eight range, it would allow the Bears to improve, but they may miss the playoffs, yep. right? Like if you win eight games, you go eight and nine, there is a chance you miss the playoffs, but it could still be a positive step in the right direction for the team. No, 100%. I think that the, the like what you said, if, if they sweep the Packers and split the other, that's four and two. You went four and two in your division. Right. So That's now, a huge step. Now, can you find four more wins? Right, exactly. Yeah. And like what Adam was saying is that you look at those other teams who are projected to be worse rosters or not uh, in the Bears situation of kind of like the upward uh, trajectory because like Tampa. Tampa theoretically is like a rebuilding team hoping to tank out so then they can get Caleb Williams or someone next year, right? Yeah. So. Like, that's a team. Can you find those three wins that get you to that seven number? And at that point, it's like, okay, let's see what this team can do and see how good the quarterback is. Well, and speaking of that, you know, like with Tampa and with Carolina and with, you know, because we don't know what Bryce Young is going to be. We don't know what Jordan Love is going to be. There do we are... know that he's starting? Do we know that Bryce is well, starting by, season? By the time they get to them, he, he probably, probably will be yeah. starting. And yeah. if they were smart, they wouldn't do the same thing the Bears did and start Andy Dalton <laughs> instead of Justin Fields. Just let Bryce Young go out there and figure it out. But there are multiple games, 10 to 11 games, where when you're at home also for like the Lions and the Vikings, where if... Justin Fields has the ball at the end. He's the best player on the field. He's yes. the best quarterback on the field. Yes. There, are, there are so many games. There's at least 10 games where Justin Fields is the better quarterback, yes. where at least that's what we hope he can be, where sure. even as a runner and a passer, the better he's talent right now. Maybe I don't exactly. know if we can say better passer, well, but like, the better talent it. as a whole. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. The Bucks. He, he like, be like all these, like, I mean, you that could argue only scares me because of the defensive line though. Well, but you could <laughs> like, argue like yeah. Derek Carr, you can make the arguments for Kirk cousins yeah, and like yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. That's why, you know, home and away, like kind of those things is Kyler Murray going to be playing in that last, you know, second to last yeah, game true. against the Cardinals. Like there are question marks, like obviously the games against the chiefs, it's not, it's not going to matter because the chiefs are probably going to win that game. But there are multiple games where if Justin Fields is the guy that we think he can be and that the bears hope he can be, He's going to be the better player at quarterback. And when it comes to crunch time in at towards the end of the game and he's got the ball, we saw it last year. Yeah. They had the ball. They were driving in multiple games. Yes. And it it was things that he wasn't controlling were the reasons that they lost games. Velas Jones muffs a couple punts. You know, Darnell Mooney can't get a butt cheek down in the end zone, so they lose that game. There's a ball literally. I'm still annoyed at that. Yeah, I'm so mad. There's a there's a ball. Smith Marset has a ball ripped out of his hands, yeah. and so they can't win the that game. Right there. It's yeah, right there. Exactly. It's right there. So it's right there. if those <laughs> games now go in the favor of the Bears because of the better talent, and that better talent trickles down to everyone else. 
you can say that they'll put them in a position to win more games. So to go uh, to retort your point, though, the Bears got to keep fields healthy. Yes. Right. Like because what we saw last year against the Jets is that if the Bears entered a game without Justin Fields, that's a automatic game starts. You lost. Oh, yeah. Like like they had no chance against the Jets last year, which I think is. Well, I I just think it's funny for people who are still uh, crapping on Justin Fields and his development. It's like, do you not realize that he was the reason they were kept in games last year? And that hopefully you you surround him with some more talent and they can actually win the games. But like, go back to the games that he hasn't played. You're dead in the water. Like, there's oh, yeah. no chance. So like, that's why uh, keeping him healthy throughout the season. Like you said, like when they get to that point, will Kyler Murray be there? Well, it's just as important for the Bears in their future that our guy is healthy and, and available. 100%. Let us know how you guys feel in the comments below. Love the great debate. Make sure y'all dropping them comments, man. Hit that like button. At least drop a bird down. Let us know that you are here. Keep this thing pushing along because uh, speaking of pushing, Arlington Heights is uh, pushing back, back a little bit. I'm not thrilled that the Bears are coming. What's going on? What's up with Arlington? Thrilled that the Bears are coming. I don't Bears- believe it. <laughs> I don't playing? believe it. It's all politics. <laughs> I don't believe Oh, yeah. really? You don't want a bunch of people coming to your town and eating at your restaurants and staying at your hotels. You don't want that. I you think, really don't. I think business might be excited. I think the people whose houses are there that are like, there's going to be a million people in my city. Okay. Friday through Sunday every week. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, aren't that through. Yeah. I mean, I, I think for game day, it will certainly be, uh, you know, I don't live in Arlington Heights. I have some friends who live out there, yeah. but like, I don't think, I think game day obviously will be more, uh, crowded but like let's be real if someone's flying into the area to attend a bears game they're yeah. going to spend 90 percent of the weekend in downtown chicago yeah at the hotels the restaurants be in the city and then you're going to take that uber ride out to arlington heights you're going to get on the metro you're going to do whatever to get to the stadium and back yeah. so like yeah abdallah's right this is politics they want you know, a little on their side and they'll, they'll concede at some point. I, I can't wait. I think it'll be outstanding when the bears finally build a new stadium. Well, you've been as your family's been a season ticket holder yeah. for a long time with this thing, right? How long you guys? Have so been? my grandfather uh, originally got season tickets at Wrigley. Ooh, okay. uh, I believe it was like the final two years at Wrigley. And then he moved to soldier when the bears moved to soldier field. So what's that like? That puts us at like 1971, yeah. I think. And uh, we've had tickets in the family ever since then. Uh, so I've been going to games. The earliest back that I can remember was about seven years old. So uh, back then, you know, the kids get the crappiest game. So I always got to go to the Lions games, <laughs> which which was cool because like, you know, as a the Bears kid, would actually win. Well, and, and they would win and, you know, Waddle would have a great game. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, I remember the Lions had cool helmets and I liked the colors, too. So yeah. I was like, that's cool. Yeah, no, no problem. But yeah, so I've been going to games since uh, I was about seven. So that puts us around like 92 is when I started going to games and then. When I got into like later grade school into high school, like I've been going to every single game since then yeah. uh, with my dad, and my family. So it's, yeah, it's a big deal. Uh, I somehow married someone who also has had 
uh, season oh, tickets right. in her family for over 40 plus was years. Was that the criteria though? It, was, was, it like, wasn't. Did but you it, come um, into the marriage like, so uh, what are where, what are the perks that come along with this outside of the perks? I'll that say come this. Along with this. It was not uh, initially a part of the discussions, <laughs> but it makes things a lot easier in the fall when we all know we're going to be at the same place, yeah. right? So uh, yeah, so her family has had season tickets for over 40 years. Uh, so yeah, we... Uh, it's a great time. Abdallah gets to go a lot. I do. Uh, I appreciate it. Do you, do you so, take advantage of that? I do. Well, listen, I, I, I've never <laughs> Do you asked, sit with the wife? Or I've do never. You, or do you sit no, I sit, with, I sit okay. with Chris and his dad and whoever. The, there's he sits also in the, the elements yeah. with, uh, with the blacks. Yeah, I sit in the, the elements zone. and I'm very appreciative yes. of it. And I love the tailgates and all that kind of stuff. And it's a great time. And, you know, I'm very fortunate to uh, have a friend who has season tickets yeah. who asked me to go to a lot of games. And I think I've only said no like two one one time i was out of town and then it was the it was the patriots game that was like a blizzard yeah and i was just they're like do you want to go and i was like uh i'm gonna sit this one well listen it's uh it's a great thing to have and uh i can't wait for the team to be more competitive in the future it'll be amazing uh we always joke that like when the bears are good it's amazing how many friends we have. Yeah. Uh, but, but when they're like a three-win team and like, but you they know, weren't bad you that know year. the coaches, it was just the weather sucks. Well, you know how you get those seasons where it's like three or four wins and you know the coach is fired in November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But you're just kind of playing like out. Like the end of last season? Yeah, you'll be amazed how how little friends you have when yeah. you're, you're searching for people to go to those December games when they're definitely not playing for anything. Yeah. And it's like, oh. All right, I guess we're going by ourselves this week. Man, we'll you got you got you got to hit them with that uh if you can't support me at my worst, <laughs> then you can't have me at my best. <laughs> yeah. We to the best. You uh, weren't there when we had 3 wins. Play- you weren't really shooting in the gym. <laughs> exactly. yeah, you weren't really shooting in the gym. I don't know. I don't have tickets when the playoffs roll around. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? But no, I've been I've been to all the cold games with him. I've been to all the night games, yeah. like all that stuff. Like I remember going Coldest game. Uh the Falcons game. By far. Yeah. Rex Grossman game. comes in at halftime. He hits what? Musa Muhammad over the middle, yeah. and we were rolling. Yeah. We were rolling. Erlacher was all over Michael Vick that night. Vick didn't want, he took himself out of the wanted game. He was nothing like, I'm to done. Do when he had Dakota. Yeah. yeah. He's he like, I'm done. Nothing yeah. to do with it. Hands down. We had a, a, great fr- night. A, a guy that went with us at like halfway through the first quarter was like, can't do this. Yeah. He and just got, got up and left. And just left <laughs> in the midway through the first quarter. That's the, that's the best part of like construction. I have all the perfect gear for Oh, yeah. You, I have a drawer at home that is just bears cold weather yeah. gear like uh it's coming up on 10 years because it was a few weeks after i got married the uh monsoon game where we had to evacuate against the ravens yep. that was another game where like yep. there were tornado just, warnings yeah and we all had to sit in the concourse for like an hour while yeah. it just just torrential downpour <laughs> like it was crazy it's 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 always funny right like everybody's like you know you get dressed up and you're trying to look your best to go to the game and have a great time. And like when it's bears in the winter, nah. I'm like, listen, I got bibs on. I got a uh, under armor. On. Oh yeah. yeah. I got the, the Carhartt jacket oh, on. Yeah. It's like, I don't care what I look like. I'm going to CVS and buying all those little hand warmer yeah, packets. Warmer. You dress for survival, <laughs> which is the point. toughest moment yeah. of your day. When you got to look your friend in the eye with the hand warmers. And oh yeah. That's a tough moment. Oh, listen, I, tough I don't care. Listen, you're, you're there for survival. I don't care what I look like. Yeah. I've got the big hood on. I've got everything. Like it does not matter what I look like for this game. But that being said, it will be so much better to 
walk into the stadium and be able to take your jacket off yeah i mean in the middle of december that's that's gonna be so great you know that that's the thing is soldier field i've had so many memories there and so many fun games a lot of losing uh unfortunately and all you bears fans know like this we want this team to be successful for like decades not just looking back at 85 and being like, how great was that? I'll or take like a that, decade. Like, just nice, give me a decade. The <laughs> nice little run in 2001, right? Like where you had a, a sneaky 3-13 and 13 team with yeah. Dick Duran as the coach. And you had, you know, wasn't that Anthony Thomas's rookie year and yep. mm-hmm. Erlacher's rookie year? And it was like, oh, we didn't expect that. Like that was fun. Uh, but, you know, Soldier Field, it, it, it's not an enjoyable place to see a game. It, it makes going to a game difficult. Uh, the tailgating's great. The fans are great. Location stinks. If you're driving to the game or, or taking the CTA, it is not convenient whatsoever. And the amenities aren't that great. So to me, a brand new stadium that's state of the art, that's on on par with the rest of the National Football League, yeah. uh, I think is pretty cool. And I'm all for it. I know that uh, there will probably be a piece of me that misses the lakefront and misses, you know, gearing up and and walking the the march of the penguins to get out to Soldier <laughs> Field, uh, you know, on those cold December and January days. But I would much more prefer uh, this idea, like like Adam was pointing to, where uh, you drive to the United Center in the winter to see the Bulls. You yeah. get to your seat, take your jacket off, you enjoy the day and you enjoy the night. And I th- I think. A new stadium is definitely uh, needed, and I can't wait. Mm-hmm. To, to me, that's just the uh, that's the memories that we'll tell our grandchildren when it's like yeah. you don't even remember what oh, it's like. Yeah. You have it yeah. so easy. You know, <laughs> it's 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 like, but you know, for for anyone who uh, has a problem with it, it's like the Bears originally played at Wrigley Field. So, like, if you're really outraged, you yeah. want them like at, they played in a baseball stadium to start I here in the city. More so, bear weather was actually a thing. Like if hot weather teams hadn't come here and beat well, us in the cold. I mean, well, yeah, I will and, say and like, that's the thing is like that myth was immediately dispelled in the late 80s yeah. when the 49ers came to town in the middle of the winter against our like championship core yeah. and beat them. Handling. Well, we did just talk handling. about how the Falcons quit in a game. And yeah, I would imagine that now and then, I would though, imagine right? that it affects the Cardinals game at the end of the season, towards the end of the season I think, this year. I think it's every now and then. Yes, though, right? it is. But like we can. It like is the Rams game. Absolutely, the cold. It is. Absolutely. Well, you yeah. you mentioned earlier that Patriots game when it snowed. The, didn't the Bears weren't they down by like thirty points? Yeah, at that, that time? was a bad game. Well, yeah. It gets cold in the yeah. too. Though. But, but yeah, okay. So like warm, warm, warm yes. weather it's, it's more teams. Just against yeah. warm weather teams. Yeah. But, but I'll like, say this: my my in laws have uh, cold season tickets, yeah. and so I've been to a couple games at Lucas Oil, and it's amazing. Yeah, every, the parking, the whole thing is parking lots everywhere. Every part of that stadium is an entrance. There's yeah. not two entrances to the stadium, so you can walk in every single door. You can get out every single door. Yeah. It's right by the highway. Like I went to the national championship game, Alabama, Georgia, a couple of years ago. As soon as I knew Alabama was going to lose when uh, Bryce Young threw that interception, um, I got in my car. I was on the highway by the time they were doing the trophy presentation. Like it is right there. So if the bears can build something like that, yeah. where like, the infrastructure is there where you can get in and get out right off the highway, get on the highway, get off the highway, be right, uh, right 
there next to it. So there's parking lots everywhere. Everywhere is an entrance. So there's not these long lines. I mean, you have to walk in when we go to games. We start walking in around 11 o'clock and end the tailgate around yeah. 11 o'clock just I mean, to get in and stand in line. You basically, if you're looking to get in the stadium before noon, before kick, you have to be in line outside of the south end zone. I know the north end zone gets bottlenecked as well. Yeah. You have to be standing in line by at least 11.15, 11.20, so then you can get in, go get a beer, and then get to your seat. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you don't mind, if you know, like, I think that's also where, like, I think we're different. Like, I want to see the game. Oh, my God. You know, yeah. like, I, I'm not there just to say I went, right? Yeah. So, like, I hate going to a game and getting to my seat with like seven minutes left in the first oh, quarter. It's the worst. I hate that. It so like I so much. Mm-hmm. I like I want to get in there and it's just not convenient. And I think what also is exciting is now that Kevin Warren is running the organization, Abdallah and I got a chance to go to the final four in Minneapolis. Yeah. So we got to see their brand new stadium and it's Oof. incredible in the middle of the downtown uh cityscape and that Viking stadium is great. So if the Bears can get something built that is comparable to what the Vikings have, where there's like this element of uh, you're indoors, but you feel outdoor, yeah. right? Like, yeah, so yeah. maybe uh, the maybe the less ce- dead birds. Yeah, cool. perhaps. Yeah. Uh, nice. But, yeah. you know, maybe the ceiling is um, oh, like you could see through it or something or like maybe there's some element where you can why, feel why is retractable such an issue expensive like well i don't i don't even well, think a billion it's, dollar organization it's can't expensive. throw it but i'm not saying it's expensive I like, like i think i think there is right the points you brought up about the games that we kind of can pick out yeah there's certain times where i would screw a team over tampa does it miami's built their stadium there. yeah there's certain times where the rams are coming and guess what oh we got well, a blizzard okay. coming but i don't okay, want to but i don't want to go to the game knowing that it could be indoors and then i get okay. there and i'm like what is this i gotta but, wear a but let's jacket let's be honest I, is on turf he seems a bit faster when Justin oh, yeah. Fields oh, yeah. is on turf. Oh, yeah. He seems to be moving yeah. a little bit quicker, and I think that's where also like uh, I think yeah, you could screw the other team, but I think you put Justin Fields on an indoor track. That's true, and like things may start to like even more be uh, enhanced yeah. based on what we see his running ability. But like I don't even I don't feel a need to even incorporate the outdoor element atmosphere yeah. to the inside. Like, I think it would be cool if they did something where like, there was like an end of the stadium that was like, you could see out. I think that would, that All would right. be a cool feature, but I think we're in good hands as bears fans though, because Kevin Warren has been through this and that's what makes me uh, happy about this go around. Unlike what we saw, the, the revamped soldier field was like, oh, it was clearly a project that, it was a group of people that didn't seem like they've ever like taken something like that on before. Yeah. And so they tried to make everyone happy when in reality, I don't think anyone was happy. No. You know, <laughs> it's the only time in the NFL where they were like, let's make less money on ticket sales. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, and it, it's like, it's also a stadium that like, basically after like five years, people were like, Oh yeah, there's this stadium. That's better. This one that's new. This yeah. is better. And like, yeah. you know, you they look at the standard, I you look at SoFi and I don't think the bears would be able to put something like SoFi together because, uh, what Stan Kroenke was able to do with, his own money and the wealth that he has built uh, for the Rams. Like I would just like something like what the Colts have, what the Vikings have, uh, even the Raiders. Cause the Raiders it's stadium, really was, nice the stadium. Raiders stadium was like two and a half billion dollars less than yeah. the Rams stadium. So if the bears can do that, I think that'd pulled. be great. 
It's going to be great. That's a real. Well, I mean, that's it's just a, like a house, ain't it? Like it's like that's that's yeah. a, that's a smaller house, but he's yeah. got a pool. Yeah, he's I got mean, a pool. It's yeah. a nicer stadium too. I've been I've been to that stadium. I went a couple of years ago with Waddle and Sylvia. It's a really nice stadium, yeah. and they really they put on a show there in Vegas. It's fun. Yeah, you gotta love Vegas, man. I, I'll be in Vegas <laughs> in two weeks. Gotta love Vegas. I'll be All in right. Vegas. Stay hydrated. Uh, yeah, yeah, very. Stay hydrated. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'll, I'll be drinking something. Hey, wait, let's finish it out on this. We got the hottest, coldest. And the take that you believe, let's run through this real quick. Black, hottest take that you've heard this offseason? Okay, hottest take that I've heard, I think, is the um, the whole conversation about Justin Fields being in the MVP conversation. That's just wild, off-the-hip, hot take nonsense. Like, Because if you look at it logistically or, or with like a logical um, look at next season, the only way Justin Fields is an MVP candidate is if the Bears go on a start where they're like 12 and 2. And at that point, <laughs> they're fighting for yeah. the number one seed yeah. in the NFC against yeah. the Eagles or the 49ers. And the conversation is can the Bears get to the Super Bowl? Yes. Like, think about the hype in this city on this podcast on ESPN 1000. Oh if the Bears started off 12 and 2. And at that point, Justin Fields would be an MVP con- candidate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not going to happen. We would love to see it, but that's not going to be uh, that's not going to be a situation. So, like, I, I think I didn't think 2018 was realistic either, though. So, I guess I don't know much. Yeah, but, but like, I don't think it's realistic. Yeah, but it, Trubisky wasn't a, uh, a a Super Bowl or an MVP. But even candidate. on that run, no. he wasn't an MVP. No, candidate. he wasn't an so, MVP candidate. He so was a for, part of the run. Yeah. So for the Bears to get to that point and for Fields to be an MVP candidate, like not only does Fields have to be a top 10 player in the league next year, the Bears as a team have to stack wins Mm -hmm. and be the team that every sports center uh, starts talking about, every talking head show that that the Bears have a chance to get to the playoffs and the Super Bowl. I don't think that's likely yet. Maybe next year, Maybe but next not year. not this upcoming football season. What do you got? Hottest take? The hottest take I've heard, and I hear it a lot from people. I hear this one, and because people actually believe this, and I just think it's flat out ridiculous. It's not. I don't think it's a hot take. I just think it's an absolutely ridiculous take. Okay, is that the Bears' defense is going to be god awful again? Because they don't have defensive ends. They actually do have defensive ends. There will be two guys there lined up. Guys there, there will be yes. two guys lined up at defensive end. You can generate pressure up the middle. Ask Justin Fields if uh, you can generate pressure Justin up the middle. Justin Jones is a defensive end. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I'll let you know that. Yeah, well, no, he's a defensive tackle. He's a defensive tackle. He's a defensive tackle. He's a defensive tackle. Chris. Gotta get that right. He's a defensive tackle. We know. He's We've been def- told. He's a defensive tackle. I'm aware. Okay. Um, I think that it's, to me, it's it's ridiculous that the amount of additions that the Bears made on defense and the fact that they still have, like Eddie Jackson was playing really well last year yeah. before he got hurt. Yeah. You still have Jalen Johnson. He is He's not the best. But he's good. He's decent. He's probably, he could get a contract extension before the season starts. The Bears Ooh. can generate pressure before or up the middle. You can. Like I said, ask Justin Fields. And when he's got three defensive linemen in his face, a second and a half after the ball is snapped. You generate pressure up the middle. You can do it. It's on Matt Eberflus to find a way to do that, whether he's you know bringing in linebackers or safeties or whatever to blitzing and doing more of that stuff, whatever you want to do. But the fact that they didn't sign anybody or have yet to sign anybody 
doesn't mean that they're going to be the worst defense in the NFL. They upgraded the defense a ton. Their secondary is, I think, very good. I just don't see how people are like, well, they're going to be crap because they didn't add a defensive end. That's not true. I, and and it's also the fact that Brian Poles literally just said, we're hoping to add one sooner than later, which doesn't yeah. mean we're not looking to add. Well, but even if no, you no, add, no. I still think that even whoever is out there, I don't think is going to be good enough to be like, well, now they're a top 10 defense. Like they're not, you it's not going to do, you're, you're adding bodies. That's you what you're Yannick doing. You're You're pretty good. Okay. Well, I and, mean, and also, okay. like, I, I do think. I don't there, know if that's the guy, but if you get no. him, you're, you're pretty yeah, good. Yeah, you, no, you're right on that. And I also think, like, the, the way you kind of paint the picture with, you have the vets in the middle, and then you add all of the rookies, the three rookies you, yeah. you draft in the middle. So, like, you have a collection of guys who can put pressure up the middle, mm-hmm. who theoretically, with the scheme and the linebackers, like, I agree with Adele. I don't think it's the end of the world that you didn't go out and sign someone. They probably will, but yeah. I think that's that is why it's like a ridiculous hot take. I'm not worried about the edge. I'm worried about our three tech, the, the one of the two that we just drafted, just acclimating to the NFL quickly. That's yeah. the only well, thing yeah, I'm realistically worried well, about. But that's yeah, why you yeah. have Jones in the middle to yeah. be yeah. there, yeah. and yeah. you mm-hmm. have depth. Is he as a defensive as, tackle? He's a defensive tackle. tackle. Uh, but that's why he's there, right, to allow the rookies to kind of learn underneath his wings, yeah. right, and and to hopefully push to become starters. Like So that's why you don't have to really worry about them getting it from day one. Right. I think the, the goal would be, like, hopefully they get it by, like, November. Right. And at, in November, then it's like, mm-hmm. it's a rotation on who's getting playing time and who's actually making a difference in games. Yeah. Because I think that at that point, you know, hopefully the Bears are winning more games and and then we're having fun conversations, right? Mm-hmm. Let's finish it out on this because we got to get up out of here. Quick episode today. The hot take you've heard that you actually believe. Um, hmm. That that the Bears have a chance to win the division. <laughs> Shout out to Ryan Poles out here. Yeah, the Bears have a chance to win the division. <laughs> I think. Well, not only that, there. but I believe Dan Graziano said Dan it, Graziano as well. it as well. Yeah. Um, you know, on ESPN, like I think the Bears have a a shot at at being the last two games of the season need to matter. Yes, that's basically it. The yeah. last two two games of the season need to matter. Packers, and if that's the case, then the Bears have a chance at making the maybe not winning the division, but making the being a playoff team. Yeah, like if you're a wild card team, fine. If you end up winning the division, even better. But that the the last two weeks of the season don't need to be me finding other things to do or just watching Red Zone. Oh yeah, I would say that the hot take that I believe or I could believe would be uh, that the offensive line had to get better for Fields to get better. And what I mean by this is like heading into the draft, a lot of the conversation was offensive line or weapons or or defense. Or defensive line. And polls went offensive line. Yeah. I disagreed with it before the draft. I'm willing to acknowledge or say give credit to it if that was correct. Yeah. So if that if that take, if that thought, because a lot of Bears fans called the station and gave that opinion, if that was right and like that's the key to unlocking Justin Fields. That I'm willing to say, okay, that was right. I was wrong. That take was that was right on. The the one I got is uh, I think Brian Brian Baldinger. That's how you say his name. Uh, said yeah. this uh, on the Pat McAfee show. Darnell Wright is the prick that the Chicago Bears need on the offensive line to get everybody else in order. I'm good with that. I I, I can I, see that. I saw yeah. that and and just kind of like looking at Darnell Wright's tape and how like he is a guy that like you know how people talk about like he walks on the field and a switch flips. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Like when you saw him like on the sidelines of games, is it like that's the stuff I look for? Like, is he being the goofy dude that's in the present? Like he looked, I was like, this dude looks terrifying. Like, yeah, he might kill his coach who's telling him he missed the tackle. Mm-hmm. So like that, that's the one for me where I'm like, okay, I'm kind of I'm kind of on board with that. I rock with that. One. I, I like that. I think there there needs to be an element of uh nasty, right? From there your was, offensive I line. I don't yeah. want yeah. good guys. Yeah. I like you want good guys, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like yeah, 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 I don't yeah, want yeah. like I don't want you doing anything. You want good people, but dudes who want to get after yes, it when, when the yeah. games yeah if there's a john morant mindset never mind let's get up out of here hey follow us on everything at espn chicago you can follow me on everything at path of designer drop the twitters real quick so they can find out where to find you guys at man at chris black at adam a abdallah cross platform make sure to tune in with them on that man appreciate you guys for tuning in to showing love for another episode of the chicago bears podcast another great week make sure you guys are tuned in with us on the espn chicago app five days a week y'all stay safe out there chicago bear down peace